Do you like retro video games? Then you should check out the Nerd Cave Retro on Spotify, iTunes, and wherever you can find podcasts. If you like the show, then you can join the Discord by going to the Nerd Cave Retro Twitter page and click the link at the top of the page. If you like the Open Micers podcast, but you think I'm too handsome, check out the Jester's Court podcast hosted by my fat twin, Mr. Mike Evelyn found wherever podcasts are given away for free. Dead Game is the new podcast where award-winning comedy writer Wally Phelps and award-seeing comedy sidekick Carlos Longoria (laughs) use their powers of necromancy to resurrect failing or long-suffering game franchises. From Fortnite to Rock Band, D&D to Double Dragon, listen to Dead Game, where games go to get good. We also want to shout out our other patrons, Mr. Derek Diamond and old Rob himself, Mr. Robbie Hennig. Open Micers Podcast. My name is Jason Robbins. I'm Jacob Craig, and I'm pretty yoked to get this month rolling, dude. I mean, yeah. we, we, we've been hitting this month hard. We started off the month with Matt Ruby, then we got Brian O'Halloran back in here. <laughs> we just did a, a bonus episode with Krangus, where we just did the most filthy fucking topics we could have ever done. <laughs> so, I mean, that's the, the best Patreon episode you could have asked for. And now... And we're in the meat of the month with the guy that you can all go see for yourselves. Friday, May 19th at Club 337 in Lafayette, Louisiana. I will say the best club in the Southeast. Club 337 out of Lafayette, Louisiana. It's not even a fucking legit club, dude. But it's, the, it's amazing. And you can see him. Go buy tickets right now at LafayetteComedy.com. It's Mike Racine, everybody. How you doing, sir? Thank you. Thanks for having me. I'm doing fine i'm doing fine you know always doing fine fine. yeah i'm I'm glad you're you gave us an honest answer because no one's doing more than just fine yeah well i'm having kind of a tough month but it's uh it's okay because i you know i get to be a comedian so it's probably better than um most people's like i was thinking about like i was thinking about killing myself earlier today but then (laughs) then i was after i did my first i did a podcast with my i did my podcast and then my uh, son uh, got real excited, and we start and we he ran into me, and then we started playing a game where we were running into each other, and that was fun. And I was like, I you know I can't uh, I can't kill myself because my my kid needs me, and this is fun, and I'm not gonna actually do it. I was just thinking about it. Well, I'm glad you right. didn't because we would have had to scramble to to find. We would have had death. to yeah <laughs> yeah. Now is this gonna be video? Yes. So okay, so I should adjust my angle, right? Oh, you're fine. I should try to get a better. I, angle. I like your angle right now, Mike Racine. Yeah. I think you have a good, just relaxing angle going. Okay, on. I'm laying down. Yeah. No, you this is what we should That's, chin from that's how angle, all podcasts yeah. should be done: laying down, because then you yeah. get more relaxed. Right. You know, you're you're more right. truthful. I know, and I think I need to start leaning into looking like shit. You know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, nobody, dude, the Louie thing. Nobody respects yeah, a fucking yeah. pizza stain on your shirt. Nobody yeah. respects a well-rested, you know, great-looking comedian. So no. You got to look a little no. disheveled and tired. No. Right. And I, th- I feel like the L.A. comics do that. They try too hard to be, you know? Yeah. It's like, we all know you're 45 years old. You're wearing pants with glitter on them. 
Let's, let's just ignore you. all of the, the Matt Reif TikToks taking the world by yeah. storm right now. Right. And, hey, good for him. You know, he's having his little moment right now. We're happy for him. But, but yeah. So whenever you're, yeah, you're at a comedy show and you see somebody come up on stage like you're at an open mic or whatever, and you see uh-huh. somebody walking up like in a suit, you immediately uh-huh. think like, oh, this guy's going to do like observational humor. I'd rather... Would you rather see somebody walk up there that just basically looks homeless? Because you know he's well, going to have some funny shit to say. Yeah, I think so. I mean, you don't see a ton of suits anymore. I think people used to do yeah. that because it was like, it would like set them apart. I think now the only time you see a suit is like, because the guy's like the vice principal of a middle school or something. And he's coming after his his job, you know? Yeah. But I don't know if, um, yeah, I'm kind of I'm kind of glad. I don't think suits, well, suits never really, they never really seem to, they never did anything. I don't know why. I don't know why people did that. It, it didn't make anything like funnier. I don't feel. Yeah, I feel like people did it back in the eighties because they were like yeah. wanted people to come see them at the club in the suit. Be like, I'm ready for the Tonight Show right now. I can right. walk over there. Right, 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 right. Yeah, and now you don't even have to wear a suit. You had to wear a suit on on Letterman, right? I think so. Yeah, when you did Letterman. Yeah, Chris, yeah, Chrissy D wore a suit on his yeah. Letterman. Yeah, yeah. The only thing suits need to come back to is the NBA coaches. <laughs> I, I watch I watch basketball oh, yeah. games now, and I'm just <laughs> and everybody is just horrified by these like these guys and these pullovers. You know, I don't know why they changed that. You know, I never thought about that because you you like the only sports you see where they use they I don't know if they still do because I don't watch basket basketball, but like you said. Uh, uh-huh. Basketball coaches would wear suits, and mm. hockey coaches would wear suits. That's but do hockey coaches because that's a great look to be like you're near the ice and you're wearing a suit. Yeah, that's really cool. And then yeah, now they all just look like slobs. Because <laughs> like you always had the baseball managers, you know, like wearing an actual uniform. uniform. It's like yeah. eighty year old guys wearing uniform. Like you're not gonna run out on the field and and you know pinch hit. Like why are they wearing? No, but I think that makes sense because you're playing near dirt, so you don't want to like wear. They would be if a if a baseball manager wore a suit, that would be silly because you're in the yeah. dirt. Yeah, so it makes but sense they also to make wear like, like your. They also make like two million dollars a year though. Like, yeah. Oh, you're saying they should just get I mean, more can... all over. <laughs> yeah, dude, just ruin a fucking five hundred dollars suit every game. <laughs> they should like, just what, ruin a suit every cost? game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, dude, auction <laughs> it off. You know what I mean? Auction it off right. for charity. Right. They should just wear a right. jock strap, a jock strap yeah. and cleats. That's yeah, what they should wear <laughs> with their with standing at the edge of the dugout with like their leg hiked up. You can like see their tank. They're just yeah. spitting everywhere. That'd be awesome. Yeah, they should dump a big bucket of Gatorade on like an Armani suit <laughs> when they win the game. It's fine. <laughs> So you mentioned uh, playing with your kid. Did you do anything fun for Mother's Day at all? Um, we went to Jersey to see my mom. So the whole thing is like Mother's Day was tough this year because like my grandmother is 97 and she's still alive. And then so my mom has always yeah. felt like she never got a Mother's Day because she had to do stuff for her mother. So now I feel like I have to do stuff for my mom because my grandmother like refuses to die. And then so now I have to like <laughs> now I have like my my mom and my son's mom, because my son is two, so he doesn't know what Mother's Day is. So I was like, I, there was a lot of pressure this year to uh, do something nice for the two of them, which is hard when you have no money. Yeah. Oh, I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. 
we all know we all know what that's like yeah dude my uh this is my mom's first mother's day since my dad died so she just did yard work all day oh that's nice i have i got a yard work mom too my mom loves doing yard work yeah my mom never does yard work she Uh just was just like i don't know what the fuck else i'm gonna do so i'm gonna go like mow the lawn i guess right my mom has never done yard work in her life see when i moved out uh my parents my mom and dad converted my room into her um her, her, her pocket s- studio her sewing room so that's what okay. she has now like she has <laughs> sewing like 50 different sewing mm-hmm. machines in there and that's all okay. she does all day is sew shit i'm like yeah. who is all this for like she's making pillows and quilts i'm like who are you selling this shit on the side like what are you doing over here i bet that's awesome though i bet she's like this is this rules when she got that when she wheeled that first sewing machine in there Oh yeah, God forbid I ever get destitute and have to move back home. She's gonna be gonna mm-hmm. be like, "You're sleeping mm-hmm. on the couch." You will, yeah. You can't take that away from her now. <laughs> You're sleeping on the sewing machines, asshole. Yeah, yeah. That's it's like it's like it's like the equivalent of building a podcast studio with like an extra bedroom in your house. Yeah, or I like a to, gaming room or something. I used to have that before I got divorced. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did well. your bitch ex-wife take all your <laughs> podcast stuff? No, I got to keep my podcast stuff, but. You know, now I'm huh. designated to the corner of my my uh, apartment here, like jammed in the corner. Okay, now I'm I'm kind of interested in this. Like, what happens when you get divorced? Because I think about divorce a lot. Just just because you want to know, like, you want to have like a plan. I don't. I'm not. I don't plan on getting divorced, but you want like a plan in case it happens. Uh, so, did you guys? Did you find a place to live? Do you have to have a roommate or? Uh, well, I think the plan is if if you're a dude, don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> well, when when we split up, I actually uh, moved out and got an apartment and left her okay. the house, and she had okay. a couple of aunts that moved in with her, so they okay. were they were paying for the house while I had uh-huh. an apartment, and then once we got divorced, we uh, mm-hmm. we sold the house and split the money that was left. Okay. Over. But okay. our our divorce was uh, also uncontested. So yeah. there was no real litigation to it. And all uh-huh. I had to do was get a lawyer and the lawyer basically represented both sides. And then I had mm-hmm. to go to divorce court and he okay. asked me like a bunch of questions like, you know, is your, you know, so-and-so my, my ex-wife is like, is she pregnant at this time? I'm like, no, uh-huh. if she is, uh-huh. it's not mine. <laughs> Obviously. Uh-huh. But uh, just a bunch of questions like that. And then he's like, yeah, they grant your divorce and you're done. You walk okay. out of the court a single person. Well, so nice. why didn't why didn't you contest the divorce though? Yeah, because she cheated on you, right? <laughs> I could have. But, well, I could have, but Jesus, Jacob. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 dude, I joke about it. I'm just saying, stage. dude, fight, <laughs> yeah, fight yeah, yeah. back, oh, get a okay. win for the dudes, man. Oh, okay. Come I, on. I could have sued for alimony or palimony, whatever they call it, because she made more right. money than me. And I went mm-hmm. into a worse situation because of it, you know, because yeah. like I, I left the house and everything yes, and I would have, I would have was... fucked one of her aunts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, In the house, that should yeah, be yours. Exactly. Yeah. But I was basically just ready to get over and done with. So I just, let's just get this over and done so I can be a free man. Yeah, yeah I get and, that. Yeah. You feel better now? Much. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You have I your mean, own place? It sucks to not have, you know, a house with, like, an extra room with, like, 
Because I had sure. my own designated like podcast room. It was also like my yeah. gaming room and everything. But yeah, honestly, I I prefer this over. Being That's not where she cheated on you, is it? I don't, I don't think so. Okay, <laughs> I hope not. That would <laughs> be that would, that would that would upset me a lot if if I got if I, my wife cheated on me in my podcasting room. Yeah, I would have had podcasting to gaming room. disinfect everything before I yeah. left. <laughs> yeah. Dude, what, why does this microphone smell bad all of a sudden? Yeah. <laughs> this microphone smells like, smell like dookie. Honey, have you been playing Call of Duty on my <laughs> machine again? <laughs> that's, that's the most you think that happened. Yeah. <laughs> oh. So, Mike, me and you have uh, a little something in common. Uh, because Let me guess. You... Go ahead. Special needs brother. Close. Okay. Very close. You have a special needs brother. I'm a, a special needs teacher. Oh, nice. Yeah, My mom I, is. I, really? Because of your yeah. brother? Um, yeah, I think so. When she, when I was in high school, she went back to work and she started working at like a special needs school that my brother had gone to. And now she likes still works there. She's almost 70. And, um, and, uh, yeah, she's working there. She likes it. I don't think she's going to retire anytime soon. She likes to work. She's a real workhorse. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's awesome. what she does. It's like half, it's like half special needs kids and half behavioral problems. So there's a wing of the school of like. Uh, kids for, with behavioral problems that got kicked out of their high school. Yeah. Yeah, dude. So our school is like, they're one in the same. Like yeah. all of our kids have behavior plans. They're just uh -huh. all fucking bad. Like I have scratches all over my arm right now. Really? From wrestling 300 pound autistic <laughs> children. Yeah, dude. Crazy. Yeah. People have no idea what yeah. a tough, what a tough job that must be. No, dude, people. And I didn't realize this either until I started working at the school. People have no idea, like, the varying degrees of autism. Because I was going to ask you about this. Sure. Like, I was going to yeah. ask if your, if your brother was, like, original recipe autism. Uh -huh. Or if he's, like, one of these new versions that have been coming out that are fucking different, bro. Right, right. Well, no, he's not. He's nonverbal. I guess that's the best way to describe it. Right. So he's, like, kind of the kids I work with then. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I did, yeah. Uh, I did a podcast. I did, I did Stavros' podcast recently, and some guy called in, and he was like, I work, I work with special needs kids. He's like, I love my job, but it's like really hard and I want to kill myself sometimes. Yeah, dude. I mean, it's, it's definitely difficult, but it's like, I didn't even realize the differences until like I started working there because my cousin's mm -hmm. autistic, but mm -hmm. he's the kind of autistic where we got to talking about Ninja Turtles and he yeah, was yeah. like, Oh, Ninja Turtles, 1980, produced by New Line Cinema. Uh -huh. uh, Raphael played by this actor. Uh -huh. So he's like that kind of fucking smart autism. Yeah. And the kids that I work with, like, they'll like try to fucking, one kid had an infected eye and he was like eating off of it and shit. Yeah. They're like doing shit like that. This is like a whole new breed of autism. I, I know. It, it almost shouldn't be the same disease. It's no. almost like a different, it's, yeah. Yeah. And they have like IDD now too, which is like, it's mm -hmm. autism, but also it's like the worst autism it can be mm -hmm. if they're IDD. Mm -hmm. It's like it's like if you had two people that were bitten by spiders and one became Spider-Man and the other one was like paralyzed from the neck down, you know? <laughs> right. But that's like <laughs> that's they both exactly got, but like they both got spider bites. Yeah. Right. I mean, we have a few superpowers in the school. Like there's a there's a kid who can play piano by ear, but she's blind. 
So I okay. like her trade off. Okay. Nice. Hmm. Yeah, people always ask me. They were like, "Does your brother?" Oh, I bet your brother's really good. People would see a movie, and they'd be like, "Oh, I bet your brother's really good at puzzles." Or they'd be like, "Oh, I bet your brother can like you know yeah like play blackjack or whatever." Uh, that's actually right. a pretty good question for both of you guys. Is there anything you would trade, like for some sort of superpower? Like you, like Jacob, you said the girl uh, can play piano by ear, but she has no sight. Like, is there something that you would yeah. want a superpower of, but you lose some other sense? Yeah, I'm just trying to think of a superpower that I would want. What Maybe would, like some type why? of jetpack would be nice. You know, well, you can get a jetpack now. You know, I love how you can. <laughs> yeah, you haven't seen those guys. Yeah, uh, do you fucking. Yeah, they have dudes that fly around in jetpacks. Um, what uh, airport was it like in California or something? There's this guy that literally has a jetpack, and he was for mm -hmm. like a month. He was just flying around. They didn't know what it was. They really find out it was a just a dude with a jetpack. I didn't even know that. I can't remember where it was. It was so like, you're telling me I can just go full Boba Fett? Yeah, pretty much. But do you have to fight crime with it, or can you just like use it to like go to Whole Foods? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, don't I, I mean, the... that's gonna be hard to put on a bike chain, to be honest. The jetpack. Yeah, yeah right. You can't some, just leave it outside the store. Some fucking teenagers steal it. <laughs> you like come out of the store. <laughs> yeah, it's not there. You're like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, give me a jetpack right now. Yeah. There's a bunch of teenagers taking turns flying it around. You damn kids, I gave up my toes for that jetpack. Yeah. That was my trade-off. Yeah. I don't I don't know what I would give up for a superpower, dude. I'd I'd probably give up um I'd give up something like my hair or something to be able to produce insulin again mm -hmm. and then just fucking be back to normal, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's not a And is there really power. are there really opportunities to like fight crime? Like I feel like you'd end up just working with the cops and they'd be like, Hey, there's a lady selling churros on the subway. Go get her. You know? Well, have you guys heard about like the much... real life like superheroes, like the crime fighters that have tried to do it in real life? Mm, maybe. Yeah, I've heard So there of those there's guys. this guy in Chicago, I think. He went by Phoenix Jones. That was a Seattle. He's just this MMA fighter guy. Seattle, uh -huh. whatever, dude. Of course Jason knows right where the fuck it is. <laughs> right. That's why he got divorced, Jason. He yeah. fucking nerd. <laughs> uh, this it was just this MMA fighter guy, and he just dressed up in a gold costume and beat the shit out of people. And the cops were like, "Cool, man, you can stop now. Here's like a key to the city or whatever, and now mm -hmm. you can never be a fucking what you're doing again." And then, and then, so that was the end of it. Who was he beating? That was up? the end of it. Yeah. Like that I mean, like, more like a villain. Criminals. Yeah, I mean, he was he was stopping like robberies and shit. He was, but they're still yeah, but they're still like you don't even have a gun, dude. You're just like beating the shit right. out of people, like, right? Yeah, but it's kind of like us. what Batman does. I mean, Jacob, you have a whole bit yeah. about this, or is it? Uh, yeah, I do. I about how Batman what is, is just a rich dude that just goes around at night beating up the mentally ill. No, no, that's not that's not one of my bits. I have a different Batman bit. That I don't know. I don't remember who does that bit. That's a different um, subpar comic that does that. 
I thought that was you that did that. Yeah, but think about like if you had a superpower like flight. Okay, mm -hmm. fly, like you could literally like fly like Superman without a jetpack. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. But that's all you get. Like, yeah, that's not really that useful. Like, you yeah, don't how have, fast like, can you fly too? Just normal. Like your top speeds, like you know, twenty five miles an hour. That's it. Yeah, if yeah. you could fly like you, you, <laughs> you can fly. Actually, what if that's you, nothing. What if you could fly? That's like gliding. Yeah. You can only fly like, <laughs> yeah, like that's tw not, 20. You're basically a magic carpet at that point. Yeah. You're like, you like, you can fly like 20 feet off the ground and you do like 25 miles an hour tops. Yeah. You can only charge like 50 Dude, that's cents fucking, per ride. <laughs> that's fucking Chris Angel mind freak, dude. He can already do that. Yeah. Why am Kevin, I taking his powers? Kevin James had an old bit where he, he was talking about how his girlfriend missed him because he was on the road. And she was like, yeah, I wish I had a magic carpet. I'd be there in like two hours. He's like, he's like, what? He's like, what do you got to lay over in Dallas? How do you get two hours with a magic carpet? <laughs> yeah, I think if you were going to have a superpower, I mean, super strength would be useful or like inv invincibility would be useful, but. You know, everybody would pick flying, but there's really not much you can do with that. Like, what? How would invisibility be useful, though? I guess if you're shoplifting, I would just I, use it for the most mediocre things. I'd go to Best Buy and just get get a new TV. <laughs> I don't care who right. you are. Invisibility would turn everyone, any person, into a villain. Well, yeah, invisibility would be cool because yeah, you could just like, if you see a couple fighting, you could just, you could just listen to what they're fighting about. Oh, I do that now. I mean, I can uh, hear my neighbors. Yeah. 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 I thought you were going to be like, yeah, you can just hit one of them and escalate it. Yeah. <laughs> they won't know it's you. He's super villain. Yeah. I guess invisibility, though, like you would, what would you, I mean, you would just, you would definitely end up at the Planet Fitness locker room. It's like, oh, yeah. It's dude, like, that'd be my first stop. The first, the first well, thing. No, what else would you do? I would go to the bank. And just walk yeah. right into oh, the, sure. the, the vault and just start taking money. <laughs> but I sure. wouldn't take a lot. I would just take like, you know, a thousand dollars at a time, but do it over the course of like a couple of weeks. Yeah, but then how do you, you have to get in and out of the vault before they close the door? What if you get, I guess if you get locked, you just wait for them to open yeah. it again. Just wait. Yeah. Hmm. Is the bank vault like the comical giant door that we think of anymore or is it different? It, I think it is, right? I don't know. I don't yeah. think it's like a giant door they got back there anymore. Hmm. I don't think, I think my it's bank literally has just like one. a safe. I think my bank just pretty much throws their, their shit in a closet. <laughs> you yeah. know, I don't think there's a vault. That's funny that you brought up yeah, the right. bank because my the only thing I could think of was the Planet Fitness dressing room <laughs> if I was invisible. <laughs> see, I guess I'm not villain. motivated by money like that. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, see, I mean that's, that's, that's instantly where my mind went. My wife would be like, you're invisible and you can't even get us some money. Yeah. See, you guys apparently have more money than I do. <laughs> That's my first instinct is go get money. Yeah. So, Mike, are you where are you from, by the way? Because I, I feel like it's East Coast. Is it, is it Jersey? Yeah, I'm from Jersey originally. And uh, I've been in Brooklyn for 15 years. Awesome. I see because I couldn't pinpoint where you were from by the the accent, but uh -huh. you, I, I I by the accent I kind of thought Boston too. Looking at your comedy style, 
Because I feel like you have like that Boston comedy style where you just kind of over sad. and over like bombard people with jokes. Uh huh. Oh, thanks. Yeah, like I think I have fucking punchline. Well, I'm from like sort of south, like central South Jersey, and that's like more of like a Philly accent, which I think is kind of the worst. That to me is kind of like the worst accent. <laughs> and then I think after being yeah. in New York for a while, I've I've it's changed a little bit. It's moved more towards a traditional New York accent, which is just a little a, not as not sexy as the. It's slightly more sexy than the Philly accent. <laughs> You know, do you ever have uh, trouble understanding people when you're on tour, go dealing with like opposite accents? No. Like, like people like in in the U.S. Yeah. Oh, wait till you get to Lafayette. You're not going to be able to understand anybody down there. Is is it like we're from like two hours away from there and I can't understand what people from there are talking about. Oh, really? Is everybody like Cajun? Very cagey. Oh yeah, dude. Oh okay, because I watch. There's a tick. There's a guy on TikTok that I watch, and he does like Cajun cooking, and he'll be like, "What's up with one stick of butter now?" Mm-hmm. Is that how they oh. talk? Is that that fucking cracker guy? What's his name? I think so. He just cooks yeah. on his flat top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had a friend who had him on their podcast, and yeah, just no one can fucking understand that guy, dude. Yeah. He might as well go to my school. He's fucking. Oh. <laughs> I can teach him how to talk better. That's not a bad idea. That's not a bad idea. Get him to enroll. <laughs> I will say the one time it took me off guard because I was in Pensacola at mm-hmm. like a comic book convention mm-hmm. and I ran into somebody who was like British from the mm-hmm. UK mm-hmm. and she kept asking me the same question over and over again and we just have opposite accents and I was like, I don't uh-huh. like I'm not fucking getting it, dude. Like you're going to have to dumb it down for me. Interesting. Um, my my friend Mikey, who I is a bass player, and I've been playing with him. He's been in several. We've been in several bands together over the last twenty years. But uh, he's from South Jersey, and he has that Philly accent. And we were on the road uh, back in two thousand four, two thousand five, and we did a, a radio um, pop in for a radio station, and mm-hmm. we walk in and we're all introducing ourselves. And it gets to him, and he goes, Moik, like that. And that guy goes, oh, you're British. He's like, no, I'm from Jersey. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm from South Jersey. Yeah, it's very, very distinct accents from uh, North and South Jersey. For sure. So, Mike, well, you've, you had the opportunity to do comedy on... Uh, conan before it went off the air and i'm i'm always interested to ask people when they've done conan like what was the the kind of difference there between doing like other late night shows because i feel like it was a lot more like lenient with the stuff you could get away with yeah well that's the only late night show i think that i've ever done i, I was on it twice um but yeah it just i, I don't know i'm glad that i was able to do that one because i just i just feel like even some of these other bigger shows like the tonight show or Colbert. I don't know. It's just like, it's just like not as cool to me as getting to do Conan, even though he was on TBS and I don't even know if that many people saw the set. Um, but, but yeah, I'm glad that I was able to, it feels cool that I was able to, to be on that show. The first time I did it, I think that was the greatest, that was the greatest day of my life. 
In fact, the day that my son was born, I, I kept I kept kind of comparing it to doing Conan. And I was like, I think Conan. Yeah, and I was like, I think doing Conan the first time was better than this. Because everybody says, Oh, the day your child is born, it's the greatest day of your life, but not everybody does Conan. Not everybody gets to meet Conan and talk about comedy for a little bit. No, that's true. You know? That's very true. Yeah. And dude, Conan was just the best in, in terms of comedy because he was like, he's just the best. He would yeah. fight for stuff to stay into his show. And I feel like, yeah, like uh, Fallon, for instance, it's like, it's mostly industry comics that go on there. Like people yeah. that are actually funny most of the time, they're not worried about doing Fallon. Right. Yeah. I, I just like, I don't think anybody is as funny off the cuff as Conan is. He, you see him in some of those other videos and like the, when he would play video games and when he would, um, I don't know, just in interviews, like there's just nobody who really, there's no, there's no late night host who, who is uh, kind of on his, his level. It must be a miserable life. Right. But um, sure makes us happy. Sure entertains the hell out of us. Right. Yeah. I mean, he did have a great writing. I mean, at, at, at his, at the, 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 he had Louis CK and Robert Smigel and all these like great writers. Um, but he also was a great writer. He, you know, Simpsons and everything. And yeah. Yeah. I mean, he was a guy who like purposely during the writer strike, when they, the store, the studio kind of forced him to do shows, he would do mm -hmm. just the worst, silliest yeah. shit for skits and being like, fucking bring the writers back. Yeah. Yeah. This yeah. Is what you get. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, I mean, can you imagine? But can you imagine like like Jimmy Kimmel being that funny off the cuff, or like Fallon, or any of these other guys? Dude, I've been saying for years I could do Jimmy Kimmel's show. Yeah, because I have I have as much of a personality as Jimmy Kimmel, which right, is fucking right, cardboard, right. Right, and I have right, all right. the shit that I can read. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, like anyone can do that show. That's what it kind of feels like to me. Yeah, it's like it, it, there's not a lot of. Uh, it doesn't feel like there's a lot of writing there. Just the whole, no, I think I Co mean, Conan was definitely the last of the great late night hosts because it just feels, none of the late night shows just feel dangerous anymore. Mm -hmm. You know, like David Letterman always had like an, a, an edge to it. You know, even mm -hmm. back in the Johnny mm -hmm. Carson days of Tonight Show, like that mm -hmm. was the place to be if you were mm -hmm. a co an up and coming comic or if you needed right. to promote something, that's where you wanted to be. Like now, I just feel like the the late night shows are just kind of mediocre. Yeah, and I'm sure I'm sure Carson probably felt a little subversive, you know, like at at the time. And now it's like like somebody like Jimmy Fallon is he is the he is the machine, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. You just you got to go and. You're on right. You're on right after he plays beer pong with uh, Paris Hilton or whatever it is he's doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but even sure. like even on Johnny Carson, like when he would have the the comedians, like you know, they would do their set and then it, mm -hmm. uh, they would immediately come over to the couch and you know they would have yeah. a, a a little interview or whatever. Well, if like, they did well, they would get waved. They would get waved yeah. to the couch, and it just felt, it was like a thing. It felt like dangerous, you know, like yeah. anything could happen at that yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, now, dude, it's like they're not even using comics anymore. And like that's oh, no. we were talking about this on the on an episode a few weeks ago. It seems like a no brainer to have comics host everything. 
because you can get uh-huh. off the cuff observations at any moment. They can sure. turn any moment funny. And then yeah. you got guys like fucking James Corden having a show. It's like, mm-hmm. he's not providing anything for that, dude. He's just, he's being as fake as everyone else. And he's not right, bringing right. anything to the table. Right. Nobody's, nobody's like calling anybody out. There's a great segment with Conan where uh, Jennifer Garner is t- tries to tell him that, that snuck <laughs> is not a word. And he looks it up in the dictionary. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. All yeah, that James shit's gone. Like, if like, you told James, that to Jimmy Fallon. Right. right. Like, he would just fucking rim your asshole, dude. Like, you're like, I'm so sorry. Oh, my God. You're so great. Like, sure, sure. That's, that's a good Fallon. <laughs> thank you. Like, even Stephen yeah, Colbert. Cor- like, Stephen. I love Stephen Colbert, especially, like, back mm-hmm. when he was doing the, uh, the Colbert Report. Like, yeah, I think he's a great comedian. And it yeah. just feels like his his show now is just like it's so formulaic, like especially yeah. like his monologues and everything. And that's, you know, I watch it because I get some laughs out of it sometimes. But it's just it's like the same thing every night. Yeah. Well, and it's like, dude, think about if you came across a comic who did like a new Trump joke at a show mm-hmm. every every time for the last you know, four years since 2016 mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like that's what they've been getting away with. They've been getting away with doing hack shit that real comics would never sure. fucking do. Like they're still doing Trump jokes out here. Like that. I guess people are watching. I guess, I guess people are watching it though. I guess, I guess boomers, you know, that's probably their audience and that's what they want to yeah. see. Which I mean, people aren't watching it though too. It's like, yeah. I mean, a lot of the po- podcasters have made this point where it's like, I could have just gone on my friend's podcast instead of doing the show and gotten so many more uh-huh. you know, people to watch my shit. And and it's and it's like re- people who actually it's the it's the people that you want, it's the fans that you want. Yeah, right. And it's the content you want too, because like you come on open micers, you can talk about anything, dude. We'll fucking mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like just no limits. Yeah, yeah. We talk about Jason's divorce, <laughs> Jason's. <laughs> Jason's whore of an ex-wife. Uh, well, I mean, <laughs> Jacob will get there one day. You know, he'll he'll yeah. be divorced, and, and I'll be the one making hey. fun of him. <laughs> right. We're all gonna get there one day. Yeah. When you get divorced, we'll have you back on the show. <laughs> awesome. I can't wait. <laughs> Let's meet back yeah, at this spot. We'll compare and, notes and see who yeah, won. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let's meet back here in eighteen months, fellas. All right. Deal. You can tell me your experience with the... I love uh, how it was that soon. <laughs> yeah. We got to tell you guys about B-Rez Coffee Company. That's right. B-Rez Coffee is a small business established here on the Gulf Coast that was created for gamers by game. Whatever kind of coffee you like, they got you covered. Like the out-of-this-world chocolate and caramel flavored roast. Or the Two Hardies One Ship, which is a rum and dark chocolate flavored roast. You can even get your very own Open Micers Roast of Coffee. So if you like us, you'll like this dark roast too. So head over to brezcoffeeco.com and use our code OMPODCAST for 10% off of your order. Is, actually, is there common law in, in Jersey? Or you said you're in Brooklyn now. Is there common law yeah. in New York? Um, I would imagine. I'm not sure, oh, but I would imagine rough. there is. Yeah. How do people know stuff about? Oh, yeah. I don't know anything about law, and I wish I did. Can you just like Google it? Let me, I should know more stuff about um, legal things. Is com- I'll Google it. You just Google any law. Oh my god, right? dude! Don't fucking Google it. This is a thing on our show. Jason doesn't know how to Google, so we're gonna uh-huh. be here for five years to get the wrong fucking answer. <laughs> okay. 
New because Jersey. Because how old how old do you think right. Jason is, Mike? Uh forty one. Close. I'll be forty six <sighs> next week. Oh nice. Damn it, I hate that he went under. You got good skin. Uh, does New Jersey recognize common law marriage? Does not permit common law marriage. New York, New Jason. Jersey. New oh, York. I thought you said New Jersey. I corrected myself. He was in Brooklyn now, Jason. Listen. Listen to the show. He's talking about going to see his mom in New Jersey earlier, so I don't know. <laughs> Look, I'm going to get it in five fucking seconds. Shut your face. Let's see. Well, first of all, you're asking Jeeves. That's the problem. <laughs> right. New York does not does permit. That no, they're not recognizing New York. Does not permit common law marriages. Actually, between 1908 to 1993, hard. common law marriages were permitted, but no longer. Hmm. So you can shack up all you want in New York, and you know, you don't have to worry about common law marriage. It's not bad. Which that that's. That's become a thing now. Because do you guys know who Israel Adesanya is? No. Do you watch the UFC at all? No. <laughs> no. Okay, so he, he's like a really famous UFC fighter, right? And his girlfriend of like 13 years, they broke up. And mm. now she's trying to sue him for half of all of his property because she's like, well, we were together for too long for me to not get half of that. Mm. How long were they together? They were together for thir- 13 years, I think. Mm. They lived together? I mean, probably, but it's like you weren't married; you're just together. Yeah, and he's he's so he's Nigerian, and he lives in New Zealand. So, like, mm-hmm. I don't think they have law at all over there. They don't have law in those countries. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, no comment on on that one. <laughs> Let alone common law. They don't have law there. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not sure. I don't know, just a thought, guys. <laughs> but yeah, it, getting divorced is, is really weird, and I, I don't recommend it. <laughs> well, now it sucks to even break up, because they'll be like, I want half your shit, because we've right. been together for a few years. Right. It sucks to, like, I mean, apartments are so expensive. I don't think our parents' generation dealt with this, but it's like, you see, you watch a movie from, like, 1985 or whatever, and a couple breaks up, and the guy, like, moves into a new place. Mm-hmm. Even if it's, like, mm-hmm. a shit... Like, it misses Doubtfire when they get divorced. Like, he moves into a place. He moves into, like, a fucking three-bedroom apartment (laughs) after him and his wife split up. Like, if that was, like, if they made it today, he would have to, like, live in a van or something. Dude, and he was a voice actor. Yeah. He's doing that on a voice actor salary. (laughs) Right, right. Dude, when I got my own place, I'm still in the same place. It's a a one-bedroom townhouse, Mm -hmm. and it was pretty... It was pretty run down when I moved in mm-hmm. here. They actually spent mm-hmm. the last few years uh, making it look decent, but mm-hmm. I really didn't pay that much. But it's all I could afford, and it spent. Yeah, I spent every dime I had mo- uh, mm-hmm. saved up to move into this place. Because when you move mm-hmm. out, like, dude, when you move into an apartment, you got you have like you got to pay your first and last month's rent. You got to have security deposits, pet deposits, and yeah. then when you get all your shit turned on. You got deposits yeah. for lights, for water, for everything. By the time just to move into an apartment, Don't get me started, brother. It's like yeah, three thousand yeah. dollars just to get moved into an apartment. Yeah, yeah, and then she has the nerve to be like, "Oh, nice. Oh, this is your apartment, Daniel." It's like he's he's in like a fucking <laughs> three bedroom. It's like eleven hundred square feet. Yeah, you know. Yeah. 
But if my if my wife and I got divorced, I would literally have to like live in a van or I just have to park my van on yeah. on our sidewalk and just watch guys go in and out of the house. <laughs> Watching guys and Jason's be, ex-wife coming yeah. in and out of the apartment. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I just be in a U-Haul with a pair of binoculars, just you know. As soon as as soon as it's my son's bedtime. Yeah, I mean the thing is, is we've been divorced for about uh, what four years now officially so i'm pretty sure she's got most of the east coast east uh the east coast covered east, eastern at seaboard. <laughs> yes eastern seaboard she's she's got it all yeah now is there any part of you that wishes you didn't get divorced though no yeah i mean i miss the house <laughs> i yeah. miss the house but that's about it sure yeah, Jason was also funnier when he first got divorced too. His, his freshly divorced jokes were pretty fucking it good. Is a breakup will do that? It's <laughs> nice. A breakup will, yeah. Oh, that is a joke generator when you're uh-huh. when you're miserable and going through a divorce. <laughs> like that's mm-hmm. all you can do is write harsh, funny shit. That's what I tell all my friends when they go through a breakup. I'm like, you you will have like a creative breakthrough, which is you know. Kind of nice. Yeah. So if you're out there, you're listening to this, and you're a comedian, and uh, you need some new, uh, you need to, uh, if you if have you writer's some new block, material, yeah, need some yeah. new material. Get your yeah. girlfriend. Yeah. yeah destroy Break your up. family. <laughs> <laughs> this fucking hater, dude. It's worth it. It's worth yeah. the bit. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. We do not condone. So, uh, no, I don't. Here. But I do wonder how much material I would get if, if after. I, I don't think I'd get more than a new five. Yeah, that's true. Not a lot of legs in domestic violence these days. Yeah. <laughs> Especially if you hit them in the fucking knees. Yeah. Uh, I think we should Mike, you did uh leave that. Let's pivot. <laughs> <laughs> let's pivot, guys. Sure. You did uh you did just for laughs. And we we've talked to people who have done just for laughs before mm-hmm. where like I've talked to them about like, hey, how important was it? Like what's uh-huh. going on with this? And they were like, they say things happen. Like, so, like, how important is Just yeah. for Last really with, like, getting, you know, booked in industry gigs and stuff? Well, I think it was important for the people that I did it with because I, I did it in 2011, and I was the youngest. Me and um Gerard Carmichael were the youngest people to do it, but I'm a little – I'm, like, a, I'm like two months younger than Gerard. So I was the youngest person in that year that year to do it, and I did it with, like, mm-hmm. yeah, Ali Wong, Gerard, um, Ron Funches, Beth Stelling – uh, Dan Soder did the Unwrapped Showcase. Little Rel was my year. Um, a lot of people who have yeah who have done who have done very well. Um, I guess it was. I don't know. I don't know. It's a ni- it's a nice little notch in your belt. I think. I think if you do it, it you know, it does feel like TV's probably coming next. Um, not that TV means anything anymore, but I um I did it. I did Conan like three years later. Um, which was kind of a long wait, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, I did it. I did as best. I think the shows went as best as they could have gone, but, um, you know, now I'm sitting here talking to you guys instead of, uh, on net <laughs> instead of on Netflix with Ali Wong. It's just funny. Hey dude, it's just funny Mike, how things work it. out. You know, we're hit yeah. makers. We man. make, let me t- yeah. Yeah, explain no, Jacob. Good- <laughs> right. No, I'm having a good time. No, I got a beautiful for real, family. Man. Me and Jason are a beautiful family as well. Yeah. Yeah, you guys can be you but guys no, can be my my Netflix. 
Be prepared. Hell next yeah, week, dude. next week, somebody might throw a beer at you, and then you end up on oh Fallon. <laughs> no shit. The week before Ariel Elias got a high noon oh, on yeah. stage and broke the yeah, internet. Yeah. She was on our podcast uh-huh. the week before. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, dude. And so a week later, we're like nice. releasing the episode, and it's like Ariel Elias is on fucking CNN and Good Morning America, yeah. and we're like, oh, oh wow, we should have booked her for this week. <laughs> I wonder if maybe I'll get a beer thrown at me. I'll just get brain damage. I get to, <laughs> yeah. I get to live my comes like his brother is the fucking yeah. headline. I'll get to spend. I'll get to spend more time with my mom. That's for sure. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're yeah, gonna dude, get hit with an still unrolling at my school. <laughs> What's that? Yeah, yeah. You, I'll come down to Louisiana. You can wipe my ass. <laughs> Hell yeah, I'm a fucking professional at it at this point. Isn't that so crazy though? Like these moments that happen, these moments that happen at shows that we think nothing of. It's like if you get it on video, you go viral. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I had a girl yell at me a few months ago when I did a show. I was doing a new bit. She didn't like it. To be fair, the bit probably wasn't ready. But then somebody was like, "Yeah, if you got that on video, that would have gone viral." So maybe if I wasn't so fucking lazy, I'd be the <laughs> I'd be the famous guy who got yelled at by some girl. <laughs> That's what they all say, the though. Every time I've gotten That's in what a they fight all say. at a show. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, I'm just saying, it's like when, whenever something bad happens to you at a comedy show, mm-hmm. like I've gotten in several fights at comedy shows before, mm-hmm. and everyone's mm-hmm. like, dude, if you got it on tape, you, it would have yeah. gone viral. Yeah. It's like, no, dude, it's just me fighting another human. Like, it's right. It's, it wasn't even a good fight. It's crazy. I've seen videos that go viral where it's like somebody's heckling and the comedian comes back at them. And I go like, this is just what you would say. This is like the natural thing you would say. Like, that's the most obvious thing you would say to that heckler in that moment. But for some reason, 2.8 million likes on TikTok. Yeah, dude. Shout out to Matt Rife again. (laughs) Shout out to Matt Rife. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know how he does it. I don't know how he does. He's it. a fucking magician. Yeah. <laughs> do you well, um do you like doing shows in the South? By the way, dude, it's been a while since I've been there. I taped my Comedy Central half hour in New Orleans, and okay. uh, yeah, I don't think I've been to the South. I, I've been to like went to Nashville recently. That was fun, and I went to uh. You guys probably have classifications of what's what you can consider the South, but um. No, I mean that's all South. Yeah. But yeah, New Orleans was fun. Nashville was fun. Um, yeah, I think so. I think I'm, Which, I'm looking forward to it. That's probably a bad question for you because your comedy definitely plays well in the South, I'm sure. Because you yeah, have I the shit so. that people like. Because it's like, it's dark, it's dirty, and it's quick. Right. Like, it's right. very, like, you cannot be setting up a fucking act out in the South. Thank you. Yeah, there's places, I think there's places that I do well and places that, I don't do as well. Right. So I'm hoping that, yeah, I'm hoping these shows will be fun. But if they're not, I'll just go home to my wife and tell them they were good. <laughs> right. Yeah. Tell her they're good anyways. Yeah. Put, a, put the money in the bank and be like, don't I'll, ask any questions. Yeah. I'll see Photoshop what, a fake check from the comedy club. For, see, what can happen is if you have bad shows, you go home, you take it out on your wife, get divorced, yeah. and then you have some brand new jokes. Afterwards. Exactly. <laughs> Have you um have you been educated about the gas station food in the South or no? No, it's amazing. Yeah, it's not. like Crystal is that? <laughs> oh no, no, dude. Yeah, 
I remember last year I drove to Nashville and back and I passed the crystal and I was like, I have to go here. Even though it's like, I know it's the same as White Castle. I was like, I don't know. There's something exciting about that. Nah, dude, if you, so while you're in Lafayette, stop mm-hmm. at a gas station that looks like okay. you'll get shot at. Okay? okay. And they will have the best food you've ever put in your mouth. Really? They make, they make food at the gas station. Really? They like fry up shit, like, like Southern made homemade food at gas stations here. Okay. Specifically Mississippi where we're at. Like you can get some of the best fucking like buffet style Southern food. Okay. Just in the local corner gas station. I do love a good gas station. I do love a good gas station hot dog. Oh, thank you. One of my favorite things. Thank you. I like to eat it because then you just you go like, oh, I I didn't die. (laughs) Right. It's gonna be a good day. (laughs) They have this one hot dog. It's like a it's a gas station hot dog. You only get it at a gas station. It's a cheeseburger, but it's like molded into the shape of a hot dog, and you eat it like a hot dog. I've seen that's really it's really good. Dude, say Wes. Where the fuck is that at? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'll send you guys a picture. See, Please do, dude. I can't do the gas station hot dogs, man. You don't know no? how long those have been on the thing. You don't know whose dirty ass fingers have been touching that thing. It's just out yeah, there. Yeah, you don't know. Open. That's why it's acceptable. Yeah, but that's why it's exciting because you'll like the odds are you you could die, but you won't die. That's what's exciting about it. Right. It's like playing Russian roulette with like a bullet with like a gun that holds a hundred bullets. <laughs> like like if you put one bullet in the in the hundred in the hundred bullet chamber and spin it. I would say for gas station <laughs> hot dogs, there's a ninety five percent chance you're gonna get diarrhea later. I don't really get that. Di- no, they don't really give me diarrhea. Really, no diarrhea, huh? Not. I mean. I'm not. I'm not really keeping a notebook or anything. Of maybe they are. I don't you know. Should. I think he's. Yeah. Here, you come, do you, you come do from you have a notebook about stock. this? When was, when was the last people, time you no, because people. Not like kindergarten. Whoa. Yeah, I don't I shit don't my pants. Thank you. I don't. I don't want to toot my own horn, but I don't shit my pants. We're, in fact, I I did a show in Connecticut last weekend, and I was driving, and I I had another comic in my car, and I just like. I had to fart, so I started like farting really loud because I thought it was funny, and then I just kept doing it. And she was like, "Are you worried you're gonna shit your pants?" And I was like, "No, like I, I don't. I'm not a pants. Not like I said, not to toot my own horn, but I'm not a pants shit. Toot your own toot. Yeah. So that's not one to from my, my own camp. asshole over here. We're in the uh, that uh, shitting your pants uh, is not a normal thing to do. We're in that camp, Jacob. That's okay. Oh, Brian O'Howard shits all his pants. That's all I need. You just shit your pants. Oh lot? yeah, dude. I sh- I shit I shit my pants chronically. <laughs> you wear diapers? No, I probably fucking should, dude. So yeah, this this all came about, and this became a question on the show because there was yeah. a just stretch. go to CVS and be like, it's for a comedy sketch. Uh, dude, I, I don't care. I'll go to CVS and be like, this is for me. Like, I'll and that'll be a yeah. bit. But um, yeah. there was this one month where three Tuesdays in a row I shit my pants on a Tuesday. Hmm. Three weeks in a row on a Tuesday. And then where, what do you do? Where are you when that happened? Three different places. One, I was in bed with my fiance and I shit the bed. Uh, one, okay. I was getting ready for work at my day job and I shit my pants in the bathroom. And so I had to take my drawers out to the dumpster. And then another mm-hmm. time I was getting ready to host an open mic and I shit my pants 
And then I You're like, man, on, one, of these, on one of these special needs kids shit himself again. That's why you work at that school. A hundred percent. I have cover limit on them. Yeah. And they're, they have diapers big enough to fit me there too. If I need one. Great. But yeah, dude, I, I shit my pants like 10 minutes before an open mic and walked on stage and just riffed about shitting my pants. Because what else do you do in that situation? You'd leave the open mic. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did. I'm hosting. I got to stay. Oh, you're I hosting? Get that money. Yeah, oh, I got to okay. get that money, man. You're like, your next comic, you're going to get, he's going to get to do 20 minutes tonight when I go clean myself <laughs> up. Right. It's just, it's just the worst comic in Mississippi. <laughs> He gets to do a tight 20. Dude, the, the worst comic in Mississippi was hosting the open mic. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. And the worst part about when it happened is like, Jacob's on stage. I know he shit his pants. He's talking about uh-huh. shit in his pants. And I'm uh-huh. like, the only thing separating the audience from his dirty, shitty ass is just a little bit of denim. And that's it. Just, a, just yeah. a little bit yeah. of blue jeans between us and his dirty ass. I know. Doesn't it like drip down your leg? No, I mean, I cleaned myself up before I got up there. Oh, okay. Okay. I just shit my underwears. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think you got to start wearing diapers. It, it's, <laughs> I, 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 got a, I got diapers recently, adult diapers, because I felt like my, the podcast needed like a gimmick, like a joke. And I just had, I just pissed in a diaper on the podcast, but I don't, I, it's not, it's not, I'm not against like wearing the diapers as an adult. Right. I think we should kind of normalize it, especially if you live in like a major city. 100%. You'll, you'll save so much money. <laughs> Cause I had well, to pee. I was dude, driving you... back. Yeah. No, go ahead. Well, I was driving back from Jersey yesterday and I had to pee and I was like, it's like 40 minutes. We were in Staten Island and I pulled over to a Shake Shack and then I, this is what a piece of shit I am though. I like peed, I was able to pee and I didn't have to buy anything, but I did anyway. And I spent $17 at at Shake Shack (laughs) just so I could piss. (laughs) I'm like, I fucking hate myself. No, I mean, if you think about it just for safety purposes, it makes sense mm-hmm. for everyone to wear a diaper and for everyone to wear a helmet just at all time. Oh, I think he, uh, I think he I lagged out. Uh oh. You're talking to me or Mike? I, I think he lagged out. For, uh, yeah, he's back now. Mike, you're back now. You lagged out for a little bit. Me? I lagged out? Yeah. Jeez, my internet. It's crap. <laughs> it's that Brooklyn and Hell yeah, dude. That's the topic of the podcast. Yeah. Crap. <laughs> but um we're coming up on the end anyways, dude. So we can we can go ahead and uh do promos. I know you've got a special coming out. You're on the yeah. road. Where can people see you? Where can they listen to you? Yeah, my career is just kind of on its last legs, but I will be coming to Louisiana. This Weekend, I'll be in. Oh no! I'll be in New Orleans on Saturday, and I will be in Austin, Texas. What am I dropping out again? Yeah, you dropped. I'll be in Austin, Texas on Sunday. Am I still there? 
Yeah, you're still here. You're you're here now. Okay. Yeah, you're I'll here. I'll be in Austin. I'll be in Austin, Texas on Sunday at Roscoe's Comedy Club. Uh, I think that's a newer club in East Austin. And um, yeah, I just hope that I, you know, hope I make money. I guess. And, I hope uh, it works. I hope it works out. You have a website we'll for everybody to uh, to go check out. Microscenecomedy.com. Awesome. I will put that yeah, in yeah. the show notes. Thank we you so link much. That in, and he's got shows in Lafayette, New Orleans, Texas. Go get some tickets wherever you are closest to. Look out for his new special coming out, and go listen to his podcast. What's the name of your podcast, Mike? Out for Smokes. Out for Smokes. He pisses in diapers on it. You guys would love it if you love listening to this show. You'll fucking love listening to Mike pissing diapers, dude. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Well, awesome. Well, thank you for coming on the show, and uh, we'll have you on again real soon. And, and after you do right. your shows, and let us know how everything went in, uh, in Lafayette, and let us know if you actually understood everybody while you are All right, there. I will. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, Jacob, you got any shows coming up? Yeah, dude, uh, June 4th, check me out at Doc's Hop Shop in Pensacola, Florida. And that's that's all I've got right now. But we've got fucking Sam Talents coming on our show. He's the funniest person to ever live. Awesome. And uh, I don't have anything Thanks. to promote right now. Thanks. Maybe Sam Talent can fucking wipe your ass. <laughs> <laughs> dude, I'll, I'll wipe Sam Talent's hear, ass, dude. <laughs> no, I, I hear great. I hear great things. Oh, great. Well, we're going to go ahead and get out. If you want to email us, email us at openmicerspodcast at gmail.com. We're at openmicers.com. Go to our link tree, link tree slash openmicerspodcast. Takes you everywhere you need to go. And if you want to join our Patreon, go to patreon.com slash ompodcast. Little as a dollar a month helps us keep the show going. And that's going to do it for this week. Thank you guys so much for hanging with us. And we'll see you next week. Thanks, boys. This podcast is a Zoo House LLC production.